Hi, I'm Heather. And I'm Natalie. Welcome to Loving Difference, where we bring together anyone looking for new ways to live in their neurodiverse relationships. Whether you're comfy with a cuppa or out and about, it's great you're here. So let's dive into our next conversation. Why is it that birthdays can seem so tricky in our neurodiverse relationships and households? In this episode, Natalie and I reflect on some hard-earned lessons around birthdays and how we've learned to navigate them. Unfortunately, we didn't always have such an understanding of the differences and preferences operating in our families. So birthdays became a source of disappointment, frustration, stress and confusion as we tried to figure out why it seems so hard. When we began to realise the extent of the anxiety that birthdays create, we shifted our expectations and were able to welcome in new ways of celebrating and of giving and receiving, even if none of it looks traditional. So Heather, I thought it would be an interesting topic to um, hop on and have a little chat about birthdays. Um, One of the things that um, I think when I started learning more about neurodiversity and we were still navigating the challenges of birthdays, um, yeah, I started to learn some things, um, but also still found them quite challenging times. And I thought it'd just be, you know, one of our little ones we could maybe have a shorter conversation about and just offer some tips and some of our experiences around that. Um, so shall I share a little bit of what it was been like for me with birthdays in our family I, I, and got, our history? I'm just going to go straight in there. Straight in there. Biggest birthday tip ever. Just do your own birthday. <laughs> I think we've learned it well, don't you? Since, uh, oh, I certainly have. Yeah, I certainly have. But yeah, yeah, go, go for it, IJ. Yeah, so I was just, yeah, I guess for me looking backwards, um, the, the things that I remember um, feeling very frustrated. I think frustration and sadness were my two yeah. biggest feelings around birthdays every time they come up. I could remember, I can remember obviously with children, the children having birthdays and birthday parties, they were very, they just felt very traumatic. Um, both the fact that I seem to organise all of them, which I don't, I guess is not necessarily that unusual in families where mum organises the parties, but I definitely recall Pete just having no, yeah, just no interest in it at all, really not wanting to go and in the end just didn't come to them. So I was doing the whole kids parties thing on my own. Um, They just seemed, they just didn't work. And even going out as families on birthdays didn't work. Um, buying gifts didn't seem to work very well um yeah lots of things like that and then around my own birthday um I think just always feeling a bit disappointed I think um Pete always did his best but I think and and in some ways it's a little I do find it a little bit difficult to look back to that so much because I think we've found I've just found better ways to do that now but um yeah what about you what do you remember about birthdays yeah um similar so disappointment around my own birthday even though i didn't have massive expectations but it was just yeah, i remember pete there was, was never any more pete never arranged any there was no cards from the children he didn't buy anything from them on 
his behalf, uh, you know, on their yeah. behalf or yeah, whatever yeah. the words are. Yeah, there was not really any of that, um, which I guess was just a bit unusual or, um, yeah. Yeah, it was just a bit of a non-event. And then, it was like he hadn't really remembered it was coming. Yeah, no, it was often only because other cards arrived from other people that it, there seemed to trigger a memory. Um, yeah. And sometimes I don't know whether that was actually the truth or whether he just didn't really want to bring it up because he wasn't sure how to. And that is because I think in retrospect, he just didn't like his own birthday. So yeah. of course then, then yeah. he didn't really understand that other people did. like yeah enjoyed their birthdays so, yeah i think one of the me, things i noticed is that yeah. he was just really in a bad mood on his birthday mm. i mean to the extent that i used to think it's almost like it just it just felt a bit selfish and self-indulgent and like like a bit kind of yeah because we're you're wanting to celebrate it that's what i remember yeah. i was wanting to celebrate it in a particular way his birthdays um but it always yeah it would yeah that wasn't that didn't feel wanted um and i think for my birthdays thinking back now i think people um pe yeah didn't didn't know the conventions he hadn't noticed that there were conventions about that or things that he are not for shoulds now but you know I, there were there were shoulds you know what 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 dads should be doing with their kids for the mum's birthday and these sorts of social conventions and they weren't happening um and then I think, yeah, around his own birthday, he just wanted it to just be a normal day, just at work. And I think um, for him generally, he's just, he was always just in the day. Every day really just needs to be the same. So this is not really any different a day. It just happens to be my birthday. So he just wanted everyone to treat it the same. And that, that didn't allow any space for anyone else no. to celebrate it or to make no. it special or to do the children's thing or yes. to get the cake yes. or or yeah. any of the other things that they associated with birthdays yeah, yeah. and um yes yeah, so it was it was difficult and and also what i think what shifted it i think was probably my first thing was when i read about love languages yes yeah yeah because the other thing was like gifts were always really tricky like mm -hmm. it always felt like he didn't like whatever i got him mm -hmm. even when it was something that i knew he really wanted mm -hmm. but even then it was like he he would have preferred the doing the research and the choosing and the buying for himself and actually someone giving him that bit kind of taken away that side of what he enjoyed about the thing yeah so um i think for yeah. us it was, it was slightly different things it was um pete much more specific or particular about what he likes and very difficult yeah. for any of us to know really to get that right enough and then also really just again very uncomfortable with receiving gifts is what i know very. now very uncomfortable with that not like surprise and not then, yeah not yeah, wanting to open not, them particularly yeah, in front of other people very um yeah very hot just very hostile environment for him to to be trying to know how to be um to do the right kind of um response i guess um yeah. and and just it's just all overwhelming the whole thing the whole thing of birthdays is just too overwhelming and too much of a change from usual and way too well. much focus on them yeah um yes. that was one of the things just didn't really want attention drawn so why would you and you know it's not the same same as birthdays i mean but i look back and i just think could you imagine how much nightmare the wedding Oh, I do. And I, I went round it twice because we renewed our vows about six months before we discovered um, 
Peaks autistic and and I and I look back now and I think I mean I, I had learned some things so he didn't do any kind of speech the second time round but um, and I knew that was the right thing <laughs> but um I, I I yeah I look back even now at the wedding and we've watched the video fairly recently and and I just felt I just feel really really feel for him because I now know what was going yeah. on for him that day and um yeah he just wasn't okay really until everything was finished. <laughs> Um, and second time around, it was slightly different, but um, still very difficult. Um, yeah, all of that. So how did you, how have you changed your perspective on birthday specifically? And I guess there's your birthday, their birthday and their way with other people's birthdays. Because that's kind of what I've realised. I've had to navigate those sort of three three yeah. things or three have different, different ways with those three things. So certainly for my own one, that was the easy one. I think um, once I got back to sort of rediscovering myself and knowing what I wanted and what I valued and what it was, why did I get disappointed at birthdays? What did I want to do for a birthday? What gifts would I actually like to receive? And then I realised I could just put all of that into place. So that was really easy. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and realising it's okay to organise your own thing and you don't have to wait around for someone else to, to, to suggest something or to notice I've it. I've I'm quite an inviter. I actually like yeah. making invitations. And so I've, yeah, certainly for a few years I was, yeah, I went away for a weekend for my birthday one year and organised a meal out a couple of years in a row with friends and did that and then had on a different day a meal out with Pete on our own so my one of my strategies has been multiple celebrations of my birthday with people with different people in ways that meet their needs and the way they would best feel comfortable with me to celebrate and that that when my greatest value for me is connection um i found that to be the best way for me is actually to yeah and that's exactly it which what is it that you value the most and then how can you achieve that with all the different people in your life in ways which ensure you get that connection as opposed to shut down defensiveness you know not them not enjoying it or you know all of those things isn't it and um and just appreciating that neurodiversity aside that other people you know we're all different and we have different ways of showing and expressing Mm -hmm. those things so that they can be doing and and it's just a day that's yeah. the other thing like it you know it that's but i think if you it, it, until you've moved forward and we we've done work around feeling of value all the time yeah i have i i'm not needing those days so much because i'm like well let's do that every day yeah. it's nice to have the extra special like top up but i'm like well i'll do that as a top up and i can make that happen and and everything and 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 the same with gifts I think I realized I was giving gifts without realizing quite conditionally because I it's only when you know what people's challenges are with it that you realize you're giving a gift with an expectation that they will respond in a certain way that they will say thank you that they will open it with you that they you know excited and these always sound very well of course people would do that but actually if they're very anxious not necessarily so is it could i just give a gift and actually i don't see it opened and i don't necessarily get a thank you because the thank you is implied and um and actually i'd rather that they had they received the gift than 
they felt very anxious about receiving the gift. Yeah. So I think letting go of those things, those conditions. I, I had to that do that. I realised letting... I had put on it. I had to let go around that with Christmas and even with the children as well mm. because you kind of imagine and you, of course your expectation is Christmas morning you all sit around with a lovely big pile of presents and all do that and we did sort of manage to do that for a few years but then after a while it was really just not working no. so if it's not working you have to do something differently yeah, don't do you something different. Like that's the thing. yeah um, and what look. about um yeah so I guess that's how I've then responded to and again and now it's doing what Pete would like to do for his birthday, which often is much more low key. He's not really into birthday cakes or singing or any of that stuff or even going out. We might go out for a meal, but often not on the day, maybe on another day, because then the, just the pressure's off off about what day it is. So you can still do a meal, but it's not all about that. I can remember one year we put some candles in in our actual meal rather than a sort of separate cake and all that kind of thing. And just, yeah, just making it just much more low-key no singing um these you know celebrating with others in the way they would prefer to celebrate rather than and then celebrating my birthday in the way i would prefer to celebrate (laughs) i think is the is the thing so so i took that probably one step further so we kind of just went right back to no expectations around birthdays and it's been really interesting because i can't remember how many years we've been doing that it's almost like we just ignore it on Mm -hmm. on his birthday and then um last year he actually said he would like a card next time so so that's 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 new though yeah yeah um, yeah and again but it's on their it's on the person's terms whose day it is rather than on the terms of everyone else who wants it to feel or be a certain way and I think that's really important I think the other thing I've needed to let go of was around um Pete's way that he will be with other people's birthdays and um just saying his relationship with any of these people is his relationship with them and he does his their birthday as he decides to do it and that means that with the kids he generally actually we don't he, he buys stuff or does something with them often even at a different time of the year or you know, he's got his own way of doing it and I've got my own way of doing it, which given that we're very different people just makes more sense. And so yeah. that's worked better for rather than us trying to join up and work on that together. It, you know, it's been better to kind of just to do it that way, I think. And even down to, I can remember making a decision at one point that I wouldn't send birthday cards. Actually, generally, I kind of stopped doing birthday cards because I just realised I didn't have the energy for that at a time when I needed to be ditching quite some stuff. And I realised birthday cards and remembering to send them and stuff was something I was going to stop doing. But one of the things I would definitely not do now was to sort out birthdays for his family. Yeah, I stopped doing all that. I was going to focus on my family and my friends. And that was up to him. And, And again, that has found its own way but it isn't the same way that I would do it or but it it's fine nobody's complaining about it there's not a load of terrible stuff going on and I just think that's between them and that has been a that also has been a sort of release I think and a letting go of that and feels better I I do worry about kind of 
I suppose like because our hopes and aspirations are that our young people having grown up with the diagnosis will understand themselves better and, and will be able to implement what works and yeah, what but works at the fun. same time society have gone more bonkers about birthdays yeah. and you know the sort of the parties and stuff that are going on we'll now everything seems to be getting bigger and huge you know just and hen do's are getting you know and stag do's and all of those kind of events just seem to have got more huge yeah and um yeah so i think it's going to take a a steadfastness and a knowing and a real sort of trust in what's okay for me what's yeah. okay for you can i meet your need for birth like yeah you're right then they will have partners and they will need to ha- be able to have the conversations which i yeah. hope we've sort of modeled and created some um, safety around safety around and also some language for and some again as you say some trust in themselves about what their needs are so that they're better able to say what their need is or what their preference is in relation to birthdays of their own and then find out and explore what that is with their partner and then figure out to what extent or capacity they can meet that need and which they can't and and then their partner will need to work that out for themselves as well about how okay or not okay they are with that and but I think there is better questions yeah, yeah. and different language to have around all of it, isn't there? Where you're no, but all... It would have been good to have any kind of conversation around it rather than just the unspoken expectations and then a build-up of resentment, disappointment on both sides because actually nobody was doing what they... We didn't actually ask. We just always expected that that was what was yeah. done yeah. and that's what we should do. And what we should do. And I think it is, again, it's not simply a neurodiversity thing it's a combination of difference trauma anxiety love languages preferences um and maybe introversion and extroversion as well about some of those things there's about four or five different things that i think play into something like birthdays which is sort of a heightened or has more expectation or assumptions and narrative attached to it than an ordinary day. day. Um, So that's why it gets magnified up into that thing, I think. Um, But actually, if we come back down to different needs, different preferences, different social capacity, different love languages, we can, with more awareness of ours and our loved ones, we can actually create a really safe and lovely loving way of doing birth and much more compassionate person, kind of actually works for everyone yeah. yeah it's a much more beautiful thing so i hope that yeah i hope that gives people some tips and some ways to be thinking about it a bit differently i think love languages is a really helpful quiz to do particularly for yourself and for your loved ones because i think one of the things i realize is that at birthdays, Valentine's, some of these other things, we tend to, the, the narrative, the cultural narrative is that we'll love in all five ways on one day. Like we'll do the act of service, we'll do the gifts, we'll do the quality time, we'll, um, you know, we're trying to do all of them in a day. And actually all of us really probably only need one. So if you know the one, love in the one, and then and then you're done. <laughs> it's, it's a much simpler affair. And also it's really used, I found it very useful to start acknowledging and and exploring gratitude around some of those other things i didn't really see as yeah as that yeah. and to be grateful for those every day of the year yeah, yeah, when they yeah. happen yeah. not just and also, uh, and also i think we can maybe do a whole 
we could do an episode i think on love languages and how valuable mm-hmm. and, and helpful it's been as a framework because i think it's really really helpful um and and how actually then we can not only notice and let in when our partners are loving in their language you know um but we can actually ask to be loved in that language knowing that it's a way that they can do it um yeah. more easily um and same for us you know for us to be able to love in the way that's certainly for me gifts create a lot of anxiety i'm not very comfortable at all with gifts as a giving or as a anything really so for me i would you know it's it's been really helpful for me to just know i can just put that down you know and you know i i find gifts stressful when there is an occasion or something but i just love it you know when you just spontaneously notice something you think of someone i mean that is just so much and you go oh yeah and it doesn't matter what time of the year it is whether it's their birthday or not that's what i love and i'm I'm also a gifter of time i've realized i i i'm more of a i'm happy to gift time or quality time because my love language is quality time so i i realize i'm quite easily gift that um yeah so i think that yeah it's a really helpful helpful thing to think about there you go maybe that will be our another one. one next one Good. All right. Great to have you with us. Um, Do you want to just do a quick thing about joining us? Yeah. So somewhere around this video, there will be a link to Love Indifference. And we talk about these kind of things all the time. Um, Plenty of articles, a whole foundation course, which is free. So come and join us. We'd love to have you. Yeah. Lots of love and see you again soon. Bye. Bye.